Wow. <laughs> Come on, let's go. I was about to play it. You don't even have to take this down. I just realized that. I was just about play. to play it. All you have to do is just hit. Just I was hit giving play. you the countdown. <laughs> you don't have to take this down because we're not live. Just, just hit it. And at two, you're going to bring me back. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, what's going on, LBHT crew? B, what is going on? I'll tell you what's going on. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody uh, watching or listening. Uh, this is going to be our uh, rapid fire episode of LBHT show. Or so be thanks. That's listen, exactly I was gonna go. Listen, uh, when you see this, it will be Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hope your week is going well, but if not, hopefully it gets better starting right now we are not streaming live we are not streaming live i need to repeat that we are not streaming live you know they're not listening no they'll be listening when i say this no i'm saying you know they're not listening to that part of what you're saying right right we've done this before yeah i i think we said it in this in the in the in the show that we weren't streaming live yeah and and in the chat yes this is pre-recorded this is pre-recorded, okay? We're gonna uh, we're gonna release this as a premiere, so the chat will be open, okay? So you're you're able to to discuss amongst each other, all right? But we will not be bringing Dude, up I'm chat. Not, I'm not here right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm watching uh, I'm watching Loki or something right now. But we'll give a couple of shout outs to our regulars, okay? Shout out to Danity. Shout out to Yolanda B. Shout out to our guy Hendo. Shout out to shout out to just aloe. Shout out to Living Legend. Okay. Shout out to Coach Evans. Shout out. I mean, this is lots, lots of shout outs to give. Uh who 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 Ferris, Weezy. There you go. Jay the Six. Raven Ron. You know. Yes, yes. Our guy, our, our guy, uh Davon, cousin Davon. All right. Salute to everybody. You know, like uh, living big with Big Reg, like every, everybody. OK, we, we're going to miss a lot of people. I, I I know that. I know that. But shout out to you guys. All right. Um, look, look, um, we have a lot to discuss. And according to B, little time. All right. <laughs> so we're going to get right into it. OK, this is going to be a fun show. Um, we hope you enjoy it. Uh, and we're going to start it off like we do every week with a black history fact. And B has a black history fact for you. B has a repeat black history fact for you. Like I said, as we uh, put these on video, I'm going to be redoing some of the ones that we've done. Uh, so this is one we've talked about previously uh, about one of the most uh, famous and, and influential heavyweights of all time. In my, in my. Welcome to this week's LBHT Black History Fact. Jack Johnson was born in Galveston, Texas in 1878 and is one of the most influential boxers in history. It was a long road to winning the title, 
as the reigning heavyweight champ Jim Jeffries refused to fight him and instead retired from the sport. Then Johnson had to chase the new champ, Tommy Burns, around the world, making a spectacle for over two years before they came to terms on a title fight. On December 26, 1908, he became the first black heavyweight champion of the world by beating Tommy Burns in Sydney, Australia. There were over 20,000 fans in attendance when the police stopped the fight after the 14th round, and Johnson was named the winner. A black man winning the world championship was not well received, and calls for a great white hope were abundant. The New York Times wrote, If the black man wins, thousands and thousands of his ignorant brothers will misinterpret his victory as justifying claims to much more than mere physical equality with their white neighbors. The racial animus led former undefeated heavyweight champion Jim Jeffries to come out of retirement in what was billed as the fight of the century. Jeffries said, I am going into this fight for the sole purpose of proving that a white man is better than a Negro. The fight took place in Reno, Nevada, and tensions were so high that guns were prohibited in the arena, as was the sale of alcohol and people under the influence of alcohol. 20,000 people watched as Johnson dominated Jeffries for 15 rounds, until Jeffries' corner threw in the towel to prevent further damage to the previously undefeated champion. Johnson's win sparked race riots across the country, resulting in at least 20 deaths and hundreds of injuries. Johnson remained champion for another five years, losing his title to Jess Willard in 1915. He never fought for the heavyweight championship again after that. Jeffries, after suffering his first loss, had this to say, I could never have whipped Johnson at my best. I couldn't have hit him. No, I couldn't have reached him in 1,000 years. All right. Listen, um, look, hey, listen, boxing is a very racially charged sport, even to this day. But the fact that that fight started a riot, not a riot, uh, riots in 25 states and 50 cities across the country. And, and you know, listen, because old, old Jim couldn't get it done. Be, listen, and, and that's because of mainstream media at that time right uh hyping up a fighter that wasn't on that level right well it, it had been he'd been retired for six years yes and then he had to lose like 100 pounds to get back into fighting shape he was he was an alfalfa farmer at that point but there you know the white people in this country and around the world were so desperate for someone to beat Jack Johnson. Uh, he wasn't the first great white hope. He had gone through five or six other fighters prior to this, uh, prior to them actually convincing Jim Jeffries to come out of retirement to take that beating. Uh, so, I mean, it was just, a, it was, it was a lot of desperation uh, and, and people thinking, Hey, you know, we can't have Jack Johnson be the, the heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, there was a color bar at that time. Uh, and, and, you know, black people weren't allowed to fight for the heavyweight championship, but even after Jack Johnson won it, he was not able to defend the title against a another black fighter for about the first five years or so of his reign. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they they were upset. They're <laughs> upset. And, and Jim getting getting you know tossed around the ring for fifteen rounds didn't help. <laughs> and him saying it doesn't matter if I was at my best on yeah. steroids, I wasn't going to beat that man. <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all did this to me? <laughs> 
Um, okay. Where do we want to start, B? Um, uh, I think we want to start right here at the beginning okay. with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I had hoped. I had <laughs> hoped that uh, Frank Reich would have been gone by now. He He's not. He, he's going to be returning for at least one more week, right? Yeah. Uh, presumably, he will still be calling the plays, even though that went very, very poorly, uh, predictably poorly against Dallas. Uh, they were uh, Bryce Young got sacked seven times. Uh, my favorite stretch was I forget at what point in the game it was, but it was it was fairly early on, I guess. Um, he got sacked on one play. Okay, it happens. They line it up again. He gets sacked again. And the announcers are talking about, man, you know, like they can't really block these guys. You know, you're going to have to keep people in to chip these edge rushers at some point. Yeah. So they line it up again in empty, uh, five wide with, you know, nobody in to help. And they hide the ball again. Bryce is under duress immediately. Uh, but this time he evades the rush. He break, you know, he steps up into the pocket. He starts to to to, to run. He gains about nine, ten yards or so. Uh, he goes to. It looked like he was trying to do that old pump fake. You know, even though I'm well past the line of scrimmage, I'm going to pump fake it just to see if he'll go for it. And he dropped the ball like he was Kyle, Bo- Kyle Bowler. Uh, just <laughs> fell right out of his hand. And and you know the good thing, the best part about this, he took the hit anyway. Okay, because the cowboy was right on top of him at that point. So he dropped the ball and and got hit right in the face, uh, and Dallas recovered. So it wasn't it was it was it was an ugly day. It wasn't all play calling. Uh, obviously, the the O line didn't block anybody. Uh, Jonathan Mingo, you know, was solely responsible for Bryce Young's interception that turned into a pick six. He ran a, a lazy route. He was drifting upfield. He allowed the defender to undercut him uh, to intercept it. And then with, you know, shades of Kelvin Benjamin just quit uh, on the play after the interception. He just stopped running and allowed – because Deron Bland had – you know, he dove to intercept it. Mm-hmm. So he was on the ground. He hit the ground and he's rolling trying to get back up. Jonathan Mingo could have, you know, uh, tagged him down at that point. Uh, but he was busy not trying. So Bland got up and ran it back for a touchdown. Uh it's a it's a whole mess in Carolina right now. Yeah, listen, um, look, there are a lot of people out there that are saying, hey, they made the wrong pick. They should have gone for C.J. Stroud. This is exactly what C.J. Stroud would be looking like if he's playing for Carolina. Uh, I don't know what you guys want Bryce Young to do out there. Uh, he yeah, to not play to... this week. That's what yeah. I want. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, what I want is, 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 is for you guys to go back to the start of the season and, and – just have that 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 foresight of this O line is going to be bad this year, so let's go ahead and throw Andy Dalton out there, so he can soak up some of these hits. Right, that's really the only thing you, you could do at that point is is recognize this this offense isn't where it needs to be. If we throw the rookie out there, he'll get killed, and we don't want to kill his confidence. Let's throw the veteran out there, right? Because you know, look, and he's just trying to he's just trying to who's, play. who's been beaten down by the world for many years now. Yeah, yeah. He's had his moment, right? Yeah. He's had his moment. And he wants to go out there and show that he can still be a starter. So you can go out there and make the make the most out of that situation. Okay. Um, and then you know, around 
week 13 or so, then you can bench him and bring in Bryce Young to finish out the season, right? Give the team a little spark and a little hope for next season, and then you can fix things. That's really the only thing you could have done. Um, but you're too late now. You've been trotting him out there every week, yeah. taking those hits, um, benching him now. You know, I, I mean, for his own protection, sure, but his confidence—I don't know. I, I, I don't well, know. I don't. I don't. I didn't mean for the rest of the season. I meant specifically just against Dallas because that front is so yes. so good, and you knew you couldn't block him. I mean, we saw what they did to Daniel Jones. You know, we saw what they circled back and did to Tommy DeVito. Uh, there was no chance for for Bryce Young to go out there and not take that number of hits. Like I said, he got sacked seven times. He got hit. I don't know how many times, uh, and and that's. You know, there was no chance that it was going to go any differently in that game. Yeah, uh, playing the Titans, you know, fine. Throw Bryce Young out there and, and and see if they can they can improve on things. Is I mean, not to say that the Titans front isn't good. They're very uh, good. I'm not saying. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying uh, there's no Michael Parsons who is just gonna. I don't know clap his hands in front of your lineman's face and and make him turn around in the other direction so he comes in untouched. <laughs> right they got the uh, they got what's his name Jefferson. Yeah. Jefferson? Uh, no, Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, Jeffrey no. Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons. No, and, and 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 I understand. And I'm and I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but I think that they they'll be able to hold up better against the Titans than they did against uh, the Cowboys front. Um, now, you know, as far as the rest of the team, uh, you know, Chuba Hubbard and, and Miles Sanders, they they played pretty well uh, against Dallas. They had probably their best day running the ball. Uh, it didn't matter, obviously. I mean, they lost thirty-three to ten, but. You know, kudos to them for for showing up and and, and doing their job a bit. Um, awful, awful in the in the receiving core as always. Yeah. And and the defense, you know, I don't even really like to judge the defense that much because they they've gotten they have a ton of injuries on that side of the ball, a yeah. ton. And they and they weren't an overly talented defense to begin with, but they they've been playing hard. They've been keeping Carolina in games uh, a, a lot this season, and and you know the. You expect it, but they kind of break down, you know, after after a certain amount of time. So I don't really like to, to criticize the defense too much, uh, but that's just and and the problem there too is that side of the ball is not going to get any help because they have to use all of their uh, picks, all of their cap space to to rebuild that offensive line, to rebuild the wide receiver core, uh, and get the offense right around Bryce Young. So the defense is going to have to kind of just settle. Outside of you know they got to. We got to extend Brian Burns, you know, and then they'll have to make some depth signings. But outside of that, it is what it is. And they should have already signed Brian Burns. That should have been the first thing they they did when they decided they weren't going to trade him, get that extension done. And now they're playing around with his money. And they also didn't trade him again. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's this offseason, man. I mean, at this point, we don't think Frank Reich is going to is going to make it. Uh, the question, as you see right there on the bottom of the screen, is, is this his last game? Because we were wondering that. Everybody was wondering that, of course, when they're going to play Dallas because we figured they're going to get crushed. And yeah. he took over play calling duties, right? And we're assuming the only reason you're doing that is because you're coaching for your job. Yeah, and, and I, I had felt prior to that game that it would be a little bit unfair for the owner to say, <laughs> we need to see an improvement against Dallas or you're fired, right? Because Dallas is one of the better teams in the league. That's That wasn't going to happen regardless. But it's Tepper, so, so I expect him to yeah, be unreasonable. Right, right. But So maybe he's giving them another week or two and saying, hey, you know, over this th- over the next three weeks, 
I need to see some improvement or you're going to be fired. Maybe it's just going to be two weeks and he's out this week. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do think that they should get him out sooner rather than later if that's the way that Tepper is leaning, which it seems like he is. Uh, and, and I've said this multiple times on different shows because you want to get uh, your interim coach in there, whether that's Thomas Brown, whether that's Evero, whether it's you know Jim Caldwell or somebody else on the staff, and see uh, what they can do and see if maybe you can salvage this you know all-star staff that you put together this offseason. Because uh, it's not working under Frank Wright, but that doesn't mean it can't work, period. Yeah, listen, he's wasting time. Listen, uh, shout, shout out to Aaron Duncan over on uh, Unnecessary Bluntness. Um, I, was, I was checking out his stream the other day. Made a lot of good points. But David Tepper is one of the worst owners in the league. Like He does not know what he's doing, and like he keeps compounding on his his mishaps. I don't want to call them mistakes. They're intentional. His mishaps, right? Um Get rid of Frank Wright. Like, what can Frank Wright do at this point to keep his job? You know what I'm saying? Went, went out. Like, that's not going to happen, right? Like, so you're, all you're doing is wasting time week by week. Get rid of him because you're not going to keep him. I think that's obvious at this point, right? Um, and try to see if one of those coaches uh, can be can be your next head coach because it's gonna be you're gonna be hard pressed to get a coach to come here. Yeah, GM you know? too. And GM. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tepper can go. Uh, not Tepper. Uh, uh, Fitterer. Fitterer can go, too. Yeah. He, you, you've done enough, my friend. You can you can go now. Right. Listen, as much as we're t- sitting here talking about Frank Reich being gone, I'll I'll take another year of Frank Reich if you tell me that Scott's gone. Yeah. Because Scott Fitterer has done a terrible job uh, so far in Carolina. Yeah. So, look, uh, Aaron Duncan, he, he made the point. What needs to happen is off season. You need he uh, Tepper needs to hire a a a president that he trusts. Let that president find the GM, him and the GM find the next head coach, and mm-hmm. David Tepper needs to stay the hell away. Yeah, right. Like I, he, ideally, ideally. Yes. Yeah. But I know that, uh, for example, I know that Everett's a good coach, and I know that he's uh, going to be in demand as a head coach. So yeah. if they can get him in there for the last seven games of the season, or six games at this point, because you know Frank's got another one, uh, and and see what he has as a head coach, maybe they can convince him to stay uh, and be Carolina's next head coach. Uh, and I think that that wouldn't prevent you from getting a, you know, a quality GM because I think, you know, everyone's well-respected around the league. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, yeah, I think it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for Carolina to to get anybody to uh, come there and try to turn that mess around. Yeah. I mean, the, the next head coach is probably on this roster. There's, and there's good coaches on the roster. But, yeah, get rid of Frank right now. And listen, man, like – your interview process starts right now because that's that's what you're looking at. Yeah. The one thing I don't want to hear is bring back Steve Wilkes. All right. So moving on to the Ravens and the Chargers. <laughs> uh, Baltimore coming off of two big wins uh, this week. They they got their, their win in their game over Cincinnati, obviously, after you, you uh, ruined Macaulay Culkin's season. He's out for the year. <laughs> Bengals fans crying, uh, but then they got another huge win. Well, you know, you, you know what's real messed up. What? When you called him Macaulay Culkin the first time, talking about Joe Burrow, I was like, okay, I see it. But then but the actual Macaulay Culkin 
is doing he has a commercial out as a grown-up doing like the whole the home alone uh right. home alone skit i'm like that really is joe burrow right he looks <laughs> but uh yeah. ravens got another big win yesterday uh last night monday night football as the kansas city chiefs fell to the Philadelphia Eagles, making Baltimore the number one seed in the AFC for the moment. Uh, you know, they're a game ahead of most teams yeah. having not had their bye yet. But um, it, it's crazy because uh, they're playing the Chargers, who lost this week in large part because rookie wide receiver out of TCU, Quentin Johnston, uh, let, let Justin Herbert pass, hit him right in his hands, and he just fell down and dropped it. And that's exactly how the Chiefs lost yesterday. Yeah, uh, was, was the, Marquez, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling. Yeah, um, and and Travis Kelsey dropped a pass before that, but nobody's gonna talk. And about Justin Watson, Justin Watson dropped the ball on fourth and twenty-five. That would have been a first down. He dropped a few right, balls. Went right through his hands. Yeah, incredible. Listen, you know the Kansas City Chiefs, an organization like that, that is they're trying to win a Super Bowl every year. Uh, they're not gonna stand for that. And whether they win a Super Bowl this year or not, this offseason, I promise you, they are going to they're going to upgrade in a major way. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And and it really just seems like those uh Kansas City wide receivers, I mean, they're lacking in the in focus, right? Because that's what happened in week one when they lost to Detroit. It was other receivers, those Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony dropping everything in sight. Yeah. Uh, and then, then last night it was uh, Justin Watson. It was Marcus Valdez Scantling. Even Travis Kelsey got in on the act. Um, and I just, I say that to say, hey, you know, had you gone ahead on over to MagicMind.com, put in your order, maybe you drank a couple of Magic Minds for the last week. You know, one one a day. Maybe you wouldn't be having those kind of concentration and focus issues. Right. Now, yes, yes. Okay, look, I know you guys have been watching our videos we've been putting out. I know you I know you guys saw the last video. This is mm-hmm. over 4,000 views on it. Good Lord, you guys love Lamar Jackson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you love this man, right? Um, Magic Mind is is a product that uh, we've tried out. B got me to try it. Um, Hendo got to try it as well. This is very good stuff. All right. It, it really does help you focus. You know, uh, I know you heard us plug it a few times. Um, I like it. And, and you know, I'm, I'm skeptical of anything that's green. OK, green. <laughs> green is my favorite color. I do not like to consume the color green. Uh, it's a green drink, but it's it's good. You know, it, it tastes good and, and it does help you help you stay alert. Yeah. And, and, you know, for me, like I said, I, you know, just with work and, you know, making these videos and things like that it helps you just stay in in the zone kind of you know they call it like a flow state uh where you're just working and you know the passage of time isn't really bothering you you're not losing that focus you're not getting distracted you know left and right by different things because uh, that, that's what always happens to me when i'm either editing a video or or doing my you know day my uh day-to-day job or if i'm trying to write or something like that everything is a distraction you know, my mind wants to do anything other than what I am trying to do right now. Uh, but, you know, I had been taking Magic Mind or drinking Magic Mind for, for about a week. And, you know, I just I stay locked in and I can get whatever it is I need to get done. I get it done and I can just move on. You know, I don't have a lot of that wasted time uh, that I do right. You know, otherwise with these distractions. Right. Um 
you know, it's all natural ingredients. You know, we talked about before you got ashwagandha, you got uh, lion's mane, uh, you got matcha for the taste. Uh, and so you don't have to worry about, you know, a bunch of chemicals or anything like that. Uh, you know, I believe there's no sugar added as well. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's, it's really good stuff. Yeah. You know, they call it like a, a productivity shot and that's exactly what it's been. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if that's something that, that you think could help you, you can head to magicmind.com slash lunch break and use the code HT20. Uh, that's H for hot, T for take, two zero HT20. Uh, and that'll get you a discount on your order, 20% off of, a, of an order or up to 56% off of a subscription order, which is what we recommend because you don't want to run out. I'm out right now. Me too. Uh, and, and and it was a it was a long day at work. <laughs> let, yeah. me, let me let me tell you that. <laughs> um, but we'll also put the link in the description if you guys want to check it out. All right. Okay. So, B, the Ravens are playing the Chargers, who um, they are not having a good season. No, they are not having a good season. Well, I, I'm not sure what the record is now. They're they're pretty much out of the playoffs. They're not out of the playoffs yet. They're just not good enough to make it. Uh, and and we're talking about another coach that should be gone. Uh, Staley should be yeah. out of here. He should be <laughs> he should be gone faster than Frank Reich. Frank only because as bad as Frank Reich is doing, this is his first year. This is Staley's what third year? Yes, no. third year I believe. And, and he took over after they got Justin Herbert. Um, and he, and when he took over, he was supposed to take them to the next level, right? Mm-hmm. He was supposed to he was supposed to make them a, a championship caliber team. Uh, that's why they fired uh, Anthony Lynn. Yeah, right. And he's done worse than Anthony Lynn. Absolutely right. So uh, I would have fired him after their after their their meltdown in the playoffs last year to the Jaguars. Um, but they kept them around, thinking, "Hey, new season. You know, uh, got a lot of talent. You know, bring everybody back. People are going to be healthy." Um, different. You know, we're gonna have a different outcome. They're doing a terrible job. There's no reason to keep him around. Just fire him, right? And I think he will be fired. Uh, I, you know, there's there's rumors about possibly Bill Belichick going to LA to take them over after this season, and Mike Vrabel uh, leaving Tennessee to go back to New England. They're playing a little musical chairs there. Mm. Uh, I think that it would be phenomenal for the Chargers. I think Bill Belichick is still a great coach. He's just he's got McCorkle Jones playing quarterback for him, uh, and and it would be a massive upgrade, obviously, to go to uh, Justin Herbert. I meant to actually tell you before we started recording. Uh, I don't know if you if you ever watch her videos, but Annie Agar, uh, who does these skits after every uh, every week, you know, do it kind of like try to say up as the different teams and having like an yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was talking. About, <laughs> she said the best duo in the NFL is Justin Herbert and the word "if," and I was like, <laughs> "That is that's messed up, uh, but not inaccurate." Uh, so yeah, the 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 Chargers they need they need somebody to kind of give them direction, and uh, you know this is kind of what we what I think about when I think of Ron Rivera as a coach, right? Now, obviously, I'm not advocating that they hire Ron Rivera, but if you're spiraling out of control. Ron Rivera can can steady the ship, right? And get you to respectable. But then you gotta you gotta you gotta get him out. Cause then you, he's not gonna take you to that next level. And if you hang around too long, there's a good chance that you're gonna spiral out again. Yeah, right. So yeah. you gotta get Ron in there. 
let him steady the ship, get Ron out, get somebody else in. Uh, but if you can just skip that altogether and go to a guy like Bill Belichick or even a Jim Harbaugh or something like that, then obviously that's preferable. Um, but this week, you know, I think that they're a dangerous team for the Ravens uh, because they have so much offensive talent. Uh, they have a, a great running back in Austin Eckler. Um, but I don't think that the Ravens are going to fall into that trap. Um, you know, I, I, I expect the Ravens to be locked in and I expect them to be locked in for the rest of the season. Honestly, they're chasing that number one seed. So I don't think they're going to fall victim to the trap game. They're not going to get got by Justin Herbert. Uh, I expect a, a pretty, pretty good size win for Baltimore. I'm not going to fall for it again. Listen, this is what I thought before. Hey, we lost to the Colts. We lost to the Steelers. Two terrible losses we shouldn't have lost, right? Because we just fell asleep at the wheel, right? And it's and 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 we lost to the Browns. And that win would have put us comfortably ahead atop the AFC North, mm-hmm. right? And at the time, you know, all the teams looked like they could make the playoffs. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we get this win. That you know, we're good, you know. And then we lose. We lose to Deshaun Watson that had a broken shoulder. You know, um, then we go out this week and we beat the Bengals and we're ahead again. And now the, the Eagles beat the Chiefs. So we're number one. And I feel like this is just what John Harbaugh does, man. Like, you know, he's a little comfortable now, you know, and we're getting ready to go into, you know, we, we had 10 days. We had 10 days to prepare and, you know, like, oh, okay, yeah. How can we lose this game? Let's and it, it's, it's, it's the first game. Yeah, it's the Chargers. <laughs> the Chargers just lost to the to the Packers, right? Um, and and the Chargers, as bad as they are record wise, they are not the Colts. They are not the Steelers. No, they're not. They <laughs> they are dangerous, man. They like they have some legit talent. They could hurt us, B. Unless they target Quentin Johnston, uh, <laughs> I, I, I just I I I, hear you. I don't think that it's going to go down that way this time. I think that the Ravens will come in and they will they will take care of business against the Chargers. Well, let, let me tell you my concerns. Let me tell you my concerns. Uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, well, it's been it's been longer than that. Uh, we've been having issues stopping the run, especially to the outside. Mm-hmm. Austin Eckler is that guy. He he's probably the best running back we we're going to have played. Uh, up to this point um and he could kill us that way and he can catch he can do a whole lot that could be problems for us if we don't tackle and that's what it comes down to we gotta tackle better right um and and the uh browns game uh i can't remember how many missed tackles we had but i know i know patrick queen had like five missed tackles in that game Mm -hmm. can't have that you know i'm not sure how many missed tackles we had in in this cincinnati game but i know uh uh, Mixon was getting all the yards he wanted. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's a concern for me because if Austin Eckler gets going and we're trying to commit to stopping the run, Justin Herbert's a good quarterback. All right. Keenan Allen's a good wide receiver. Like they can light us up, even with the secondary, as good as the secondary is. So we have to really play a disciplined game. When we play discipline, I don't I think we can be any team. Yeah, that's that's the crazy thing about it, especially in that defense. That defense, when they're on the same page, they can shut down anybody. I don't care who it is, mm-hmm. right? Uh, when we're playing discipline on offense, we can put up points on anybody. But 
that's the issue I have with John Harbaugh is he's not consistent enough as a coach. I don't like when people make excuses for him, right? You don't make excuses for players. We keep talking about Ronnie Stanley on the show every week. And, you know, people love pointing out how he's he's just not as good anymore. Some people just call him straight up trash. I, I don't know how you call him straight up trash when you when you see what what we have uh, behind him when he doesn't play. But that's what people say, because they have they hold him to a certain standard. And when he doesn't hold it to that standard, it's get rid of him. When your head coach doesn't live up to that standard, uh, there's all kinds of excuses. It's oh well, the players got to do their job. Oh, what is this? Oh, well, you know, uh, you can't win every week. Well, you're, you're supposed to win every week, and you're not supposed to lose to, to the teams we've been losing to, yeah. right? Uh, there's a certain standard that you know, you're held to, and and when you criticize them, you know, people want to go and, and defend them. Don't defend that. Don't don't defend bad coaching. I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but he's had some bad coaching uh, uh, games. He's a bad coach. Bad. Um, <laughs> he's not a bad coach. He, he he is he is a bad coach because the, he he's a bad coach of a good team. Uh, like you lost to the Browns because he said I'm not going to give Keaton Mitchell the ball even though he's the most effective player on the offense today. I'm just not going to do it. That's why you lost that game. Period. That, yeah. that that's not something a good coach does. We're gonna have that. We're gonna have to have a deeper conversation on what uh, what a good coach and a bad coach is. Um, because because bad coaches can win Super Bowls, yeah, that's Super true. Bowl. But if he wins another one, that's two. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I won't call him a bad coach. I mean, listen, I'll I'll say this: bad coaches could even win two Super Bowls if you refuse to fire them, and you, and they're just your coach forever. I mean, you're you're not gonna stay bad forever, right? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, they they lucked into Lamar Jackson, and now they're back. They weren't anything prior to that. Yeah. You know? And you know what? And that Super Bowl is is over 10 years ago. I mean, times change. Coaches don't always, they don't stay great forever. Um, I'm not saying he was never a good coach. I'm saying he's not a good coach today. That could be true. Uh, Speaking speaking of bad coaches. Hey, Steeler Fire, Matt Canada. Hey! Uh, This this was shocking, though, because this is the first time they fired a coach in season since 1941. It's not a thing that Pittsburgh does, which should tell you just how bad a job Matt Canada was doing. Uh, somebody asked Matt, Mike Tomlin what kind of changes he wants to see schematically to the team. And, I mean, road-weary Mike Tomlin just said, I just want to see some points. Yeah. <laughs> somebody said the last time they fired a coach, black people weren't allowed to eat in restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's true. And actually, I think I, I think I read it right. Uh, that last firing was a little fraudulent. The guy fired himself. I mean, you know, you know, but it happened <laughs> in season. Okay. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That's the main. That's the main point right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been eighty plus years since they've done that. So Matt Canada, hats off to you, making history. Uh, best of luck wherever, uh, whatever D two school you coach next. But the Steelers are. Um, I mean, still, are still gonna be bad. It's still the Kenny Pickett show, right? Yeah, they gotta get a quarterback. Um, yeah, this is what it comes down to. They have to get a quarterback. They have. Um, I'm not sure who's taking over. I, I think it's a combination of two coaches on the staff that, that are going to. Yeah, there's, there's there were rumors about him wanting to bring in Gruden. Like, I don't really see that. Gruden, I mean, and, and certainly, Gruden. certainly not mid-season. Uh, Jonathan. Um, uh, I mean, so, Jay Gruden's more the is the offensive guy, right? No, I mean John was too. He's just 
you know, you don't think of him that way anymore because he was a head coach for so long. Mm. But I, I, yeah, but I don't think that would be happening in season anyway. Um, and you know, not to say that Matt Canada wasn't a problem, but the biggest problem is is Kenneth. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, one yeah. that you can really fix right now. No, it's it's not. But they figure, the is Mitchell Trubisky. But they see enough from Canada. <laughs> They're like, all yeah. right, I mean, you know, it's, it's going south. You can go now. Yeah. So incredible quarterback division you have there with Kenny Pickett, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, and Jake Browning uh, lining up behind Lamar. And they're all within a game. A gauntlet in the AFC North. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations. Uh, <laughs> congratulations to your AFC North champion, oh, I, And we have to update this because, you know, we set goals. We set goals for this channel to reach 2,000 subscribers. By the way, if you're watching this right now, hit that subscribe button. Also hit that like button, right? We set a goal for 2,000 subscribers. We said before Matt uh, Matt Canada gets fired because oh, we died. Man. Because we thought he'd get fired at the end of the of the season, so we're gonna have to amend that. Or we're you guys kinda... just, or you guys can just get, help us get two thousand tonight. You know, yeah, you, we're, can, we're, you can do that right now. We're kind of like the Matt Canada's of podcasting, but that that thing man, <laughs> uh, that's not great. Um, you know, we're we're a couple hundred short on that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's all right. That's okay. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and move on here because, like I said, congratulations to AFC North champ. Baltimore Ravens. There's not a whole lot more to talk about uh, <laughs> at this point. Uh, so we're going to move on to our submitted questions. We've got a couple questions. Uh, one from Jay the Six. And this first one, I'm not going to bring up yet because I need to take down the Matt Canada thing and put up the submitted questions one. Uh, but now I'm going to bring it up. Well, this one's from Jay. We're going to go with the other one first. Uh, I'm not sure who the user was. The name didn't come through there. Uh, so if it is you in the chat, just let us know. We'll give you the points. Uh, do you guys think the Ravens make the playoffs this year? Thanks. Love the show. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, yes. I think yes. they, they are a lock to make the playoffs. I mean, obviously, anything can happen. Uh, you know, if, if Lamar gets hurt, you know, maybe they don't make it. But at this point, they, they look like a lock to not only make the playoffs, but win the division. And they're challenging for that one seed. Uh, I would be absolutely shocked if if they uh, did not make it. That'd be the biggest shock in 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 the league, right? Yeah. Um, yes, they are they are comfortably uh, uh, ahead. Well, I won't say comfortably ahead, but they they are in a very no, this, good. Position. This, they're pretty comfortably ahead of Kenneth Pickett. Yeah, they're, they're in and, a great game. And Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yes, they're absolutely going to make it. It's a question of can they. Can they maintain the number one seed, the number one right now? Can they maintain it? They can. Yeah. Um, you know, Kansas City doesn't have uh, the easiest schedule either coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we can, yeah, we can maintain that number one seed. Will we do it? I don't know. But to me, it, it, it doesn't matter, right? Um, we're good enough to beat any of these teams in the playoffs. We're good enough. Are we going to do it? Is the only question I have, right? So that's that, you know, yes, they are a playoff team. Um, how far would it go? We'll see. Yeah, I'm getting very excited for the eventual uh, Lamar versus Pat Mahomes in the AFC Championship this year. That's going to be fantastic. Yes. And I'll be happy either way because I'm not a Ravens fan. Uh, Jay the Six, do you think it's (laughs) safe for LeBron to be playing all these minutes at his age? Will he be good to go come playoff time? I mean, when you said, is it safe? I'm like, he's not going to die. Right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And and, and at this age, he's 38. uh, He's fine. (laughs) <laughs> but um, 
<laughs> Thank you for the question, Jay. No, I, I think that yeah, he, he's he's okay. Uh, they're they're weathering some injuries right now, uh, and still trying to gel as a team. They have a, a lot of new pieces, and he's had to he's had to play. Oh my God, he's had to play regular NBA starter minutes, and he's he is old, and they don't want to play him that much. But I don't think it's going to be a full season thing, uh, and I think he'll be fine. He's going to get plenty of rest. Because that new rule about uh, uh, load management doesn't apply to LeBron, no, no, uh, because he's because he's very old. Jerry. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, so I want to say this: yes, yeah. you know, father, father times undefeated. I get this, mm-hmm. right? Um, but every every body is different, yeah. and obviously, LeBron James is a physical specimen. Uh, not only naturally gifted, he's taking care of his body like you've never seen an athlete take care of their body before. Right, which is why he's able to still play at a high level. Um, you just—it's it's, just—you you don't see thirty-eight-year-old players in, in the NBA play at this level. He's still one of the best players in the league. Uh, whatever he does, he's doing it well. I know some people say, "Oh, well, it's it's, it's steroids. Steroids, steroids don't keep you don't keep you. Uh, no, not not in your late thirties. You know, not in, not in your early twenties. <laughs> I think. I think. I, I think. His body is way more equipped to play through the season than James James Harden's is. Yeah. Right, James Harden. I would be more worried about him breaking down. Well, actually, that whole team: Kawhi Leonard, uh, Paul George. I'd be more worried about any of those play those Clippers players breaking down before LeBron James. Yeah. Okay. And listen, he has to play the minutes now because the in season tournament is now. Uh, and tonight, yeah. as we're recording this, not tonight as you're watching, but tonight as we're recording this, they have a chance to clinch a spot in the knockout round against the Utah Utah Jazz tonight. So if they beat Utah, they're they're through to the next round of the tournament. And and I'm happy to see the players are taking it pretty seriously. Uh, yes. so I, I expect them to play as many minutes as, as needed, and he'll be fine come playoff time, I think. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and move on here. Is that is that the uh, last of the submit questions? Yes, Jason okay. did another question, but you don't get two. <laughs> okay, so I just want to uh, re- reiterate here: um, submitted questions, you get points. Okay, if you're new here, um, we do a point system because we're not live. Not sure how that's gonna work for the chat, but watching the show, uh, participating in the chat will get you points. Um, submitting questions, and we read them on air, that'll get you points. Answering our trivia question uh, will get you points. Donating to the show. So even though we're not live, if you donate to the show, okay, what we're going to do, you get your points. We're also going to give you, um, we're going to play your message on the following uh, week's show so we can read it because we like to acknowledge when when people donate and leave their comments. So um, we'll still have the pin link in the chat box. We'll still have, you know, you know, Cash App is always is is, is always uh, available. Okay, dollar yeah. sign LBH LBHT show. Um, do those things. Uh, leave your message, and and we will we will make sure to play it, and you'll get points. The points go towards prizes at the end of the month. Okay, the person with the most points gets to essentially pick their prize uh, within reason, right? What we say like like a hundred dollar range yeah. or so. Okay, um, and then the second prize is a drawing for a $25 Amazon gift card. All you have to do to qualify for that drawing is, is to get a thousand points, right? And just all the things that we said uh, you can do to get points is how you do it. And you can rack up points pretty quickly, okay? Yes. If, if you uh, follow the show. Um, okay. 
And um, honestly, if you want me to be able to get an authentic samurai sword when I go to Japan, I, I, we need the donations. Okay. <laughs> we got to have them. Yes. B is going to Japan uh, here soon, and he, he is trying to raise funds for a samurai sword. And if you want a, a true one, if you want a good quality one, that's right. That, that, that costs a little bit of money. It does. <laughs> it, it costs quite a bit. But you only have to put down 10%. So, uh, Hit up the cash app. Okay. <laughs> okay, what do we have next? Next, we've got, I don't know why this is a story, but LaMelo Ball's tattoo controversy. Yes. Okay, so we were just reading it. I saw the tweets going on about it. Uh, I saw the tattoo, and I was like, okay, it's a, it's a neck tattoo. Lots of people have neck tattoos. And it's his initials, um, or uh, initials for his middle name, right, which I already forgot what it is. LaFrance. LaFrance. Okay. Um, and I was like, so what? Well, the problem is it's now the name of his company. It's a clothing line. Right. And the NBA says, hold up, hold up. Uh, you know, we have rules against those type of things, right? You can't just be out there advertising things um, on, on company time. Right. Mm -hmm. So right now they're making them cover it up. He's working with the league to uh, try to get this resolved. And I think the, I think they already found a resolution. I think the resolution is you're going to cover it up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Look, and, and I know that initially it probably hit some people like, you know, that's messed up. You know, it's his, it's his, body. it did. My initial reaction is like, what's the big deal? But the fact is advertisers pay a lot of money to use that NBA platform to advertise their stuff. Right. And so they're not going to take kindly to NBA players being able to tattoo whatever they want on their, on their neck or, or their face or wherever and get that same kind of, you know, that same exposure. Uh, so, I mean, if he wants to pay for some ad time like the people do who put the patches on the jerseys, there you go. Cool. Or, you know, listen, Michael Jordan went through this um when he first started, right? Him and Nike. Nike they, they, you know, they hit the shoes that they want him to wear. He wasn't, you know, the NBA wasn't, wasn't going to allow him to wear those shoes. And Nike said, well, we'll just pay the fine. We don't care. Yeah. Right. Now, if you have conviction in your company, LaMelo, you say, I don't care. I'll pay the fine. Right. I'll pay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to rock my tattoo. You know, um, y'all going to buy my clothes and I'll pay that fine. Right. That's, 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 that's my, my advertisement fee right there. I'll, I'll pay, I'll pay that fine every, every week or every game or whatever. Cal calculate it. It's going to cost this much or whatever. And that's, that is your advertisement budget. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you could do that, but we're not going to buy your clothes. If you keep pushing Drew holiday down and acting like you, uh, you, you broke his ankles. All the right? streets won't remember it that way. Okay. okay. And that would have been a perfect time. Sure. We'll make sure they do. Okay? That would have been a perfect opportunity. That's, that's exactly why you pay the fine. Right. People have that. People see that the, the neck tattoo, they see you crossing up Drew holiday. Right. <laughs> Uh, rip it off pay it okay <laughs> take a risk <laughs> yeah so lamel pay the fine or cover it up i don't really care either way but uh yeah you can't just you can't just break the rules whenever you feel like it <laughs> all right you're lamello ball we already let you break one rule now it's taking mellow's name all right we're not standing for the rest i i i would there's only one mellow okay that's carmelo all right. All right. Next up, we've got Combat Corner, Shakur Stevenson versus Edwin De Los Santos. Uh, this was from last Thursday. Uh, they were trying to kind of 
package this with the uh, Las Vegas F1 race, which also you know didn't go great. Uh, it, that was really weird. I don't know if you saw, it, but they had Bruce Buffer there introducing the, the drivers, huh? and like they didn't understand it because you know they're, they're all the all the F1 drivers pretty much are European. Yeah, and, and they come out and he's there doing his thing because he's because Bruce is giving you 100 percent effort all the time. So he's doing the Bruce Buffer intro, and they're like, okay. <laughs> and then they just walk off and go to their car. It was weird. Uh, but the Shakur Stevenson fight, you know, it was a Thursday night. Uh, De Los Santos is, you know, not a bad fighter, but not a, not a fighter who's on Stevenson's level, doesn't have a ton of experience. And it wasn't a great fight. Uh, Stevenson won fairly easily on the cards, but it just wasn't a – wasn't a great event. Was Bruce? Did Bruce Buffer announce, or did, did he? Did he? Uh... No, no, no. He was at the at the F one event on uh, Saturday or whatever day it was. So you had uh, Bruce Buffer, who who introduces boxers, not at the boxing hey, event. Hey, hey, he doesn't event. introduce boxers. He introduces MMA fighters. Oh, Bruce. Oh, yeah, right. Bruce, not, not 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 Bruce, Michael Buffer. Bruce. Yeah, and that, that's what made it that was weird because you know how Bruce gets down. Uh, he has. He has a different energy than Michael Buffer has, and a different energy than they've probably seen in an F one okay. event. Okay, for those of you guys that don't know, okay, uh, you guys know who Michael Buffer is. Let's get ready to rumble. Okay, you yes. all know who that is. His brother Bruce Buffer is quite a treat. Okay, yes. he really gets into it. Like you know, he's USC fans. Yeah, he's he's great. He's great. He gets real hyped up. The fighters get hyped up. They always want to fist bump him, right? <laughs> but like he'll he'll be right in the fighter's face while he's while he's introducing them, you know. And he just he just pumping them up, you it's know. Cause, it's because it's time, Jose. It's time, right? That I love it. I yeah. it, it, it it's, never it's, gets it's old for me. It's it outstanding. Ne- yeah, it uh, never gets old for me. Fighters that look like they're a little shook before the fight, when he gets over there, he, they like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is me. <laughs> so but yeah, these guys did, they didn't really they didn't really know what was going on. I was gonna ask how did, how did the races did, did he get in their faces? Was he, he wasn't like he wasn't like in their face, like they were standing next to him, but he wasn't like all up in their faces. Like See, he, told, he, 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 toned it down, he toned it down a little bit. He toned uh, it down a little bit. Uh like he wasn't jumping around and, and you know doing the pointing and whatnot. They should he, he, he should right give the full effect. But, but they were they were still they were confused a little bit. <laughs> like you know, like someone I saw one, you know, he was kind of enjoying it, he was smiling, but it was like a confused smile. Like, this is this, this is all right, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> and, then, and then they just have to, like, after he's done, they just have to walk off to the the cars are lined up behind them and they just walk off to their car and they should sprint it. They should tell them, run, 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 run. And, there, and there's so many of them, like, it's just, I don't know. But <laughs> this, this, uh, this, this detour should tell you, uh, there was what's talking about, about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, all right, all right. So it wasn't Stevenson, fantastic. It, it wasn't. wasn't, and he admitted himself that it wasn't his best performance. Uh, you know, the obligatory, you know, my shoulder hurt or something like that. You know, there's always some injury that is the reason why uh, a fighter doesn't perform well. Now, granted, like he won the fight. You yeah. know, I mean, th- th- there's no question about that. Mm-hmm. He just didn't look like uh, the Shakur Stevenson that we were expecting to see out there. It wasn't a fight that's going to make people clamor to see you against Haney or, or Lomachenko or something like that. You know, you when you put on a show, people are like, man, give him a shot against, you know, whoever the top guy is. And it wasn't that kind of fight. He went out there. He he won. He won easily. But it wasn't uh, super compelling. Here's my thing. Here's my thing about that, right? And Shakur Stevenson is young. 
um, you don't need to make any excuses about it. Sometimes you just have off nights. Yeah. And this is a easily write, uh, one that you can write off because uh, Bob Aaron put you in a bad position from the jump. You're fighting on Thursday night, the same night as the Ravens game. Mm-hmm. Okay, one of the better Thursday night games, you know, more, more anticipated Thursday night games, right on the NFL schedule. You're, you know, you're competing with F1 racing that weekend. Like they try to package you into that. It was just, it wasn't a good build. It, it was just a weird. It was a weird thing all the way around. And you can easily say, "Hey, listen, man. Like I put as much energy as as my promotion team put into this, <laughs> right? So you know, you write that off and say, "Hey, I got, I got my belt. I got the win. I don't. You don't have to justify anything. You, you no. win. That's all. All you need to do is win, right? And say, "Hey, look, okay, uh, wasn't my my best, but I, I'm still a champion. It is on to the next fight. And the next fight you put on the show, it's not a big deal. No, it is. It isn't." Uh, but yeah, he 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 won pretty easily. He'll be you know in line to to have a big fight uh, his next time out. The, the problem for him right now is there's probably not a lot of people who want that fight. Yeah, uh, Devin Haney doesn't want that fight. Uh, you know, I don't. I mean, Tank probably doesn't want that fight right now either. Uh, Lomachenko, Lomachenko might want it, uh, but Lomachenko is not a big draw either. So it's you know it, he's in a, he's in a little bit of a tough spot. Uh, but he's very young. Those fights will come, uh, and this isn't this isn't a big deal at all. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. It is time for the rapid fire week twelve predictions. Oh, let's go! Listen, we might not be live. We may not be live, but the chat is going on. Okay. So, pipe fast. We're gonna go rapid fire this time. Let's go, B. Yes, we got we got games on four days this week because we got Thanksgiving. We got the first ever Black Friday game. Then obviously Sunday and Monday. Uh, so starting out with the Thanksgiving games, we got Green Bay at Detroit. Detroit <laughs> eight <laughs> eight and two. They said for the first time since the John F. Kennedy administration. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking the Lions. <laughs> it's yeah, I get the Lions. It's an incredible and an incredibly embarrassing achievement. Uh, Washington at Dallas, Washington coming off uh, just a terrible, terrible loss to the New York Giants, and it's not going to get any better on Thursday. I'm taking Dallas. Yeah, I got Dallas. They're going to play, they're going to play better, but I got Dallas. Yeah, San Francisco, they have to play better. They turn it over six times. Uh, San Francisco at Seattle is your, your evening, uh, Thanksgiving game. Man, I'm, I'm not sure that Gino's going to be 100% healthy. He, he got hurt towards the end of the game last week. He had to come out. Drew Locke came in and did Drew Locke things. Uh, that's throwing an interception. And I'm not certain that Gino's going to be 100%. I think he is playing, but I'm taking San Francisco in this one regardless. Had Gino been healthy, and Kenneth Walker, it looks like he's, going, he's doubtful too. Yeah. Um, had they been healthy, I would have gone with Seattle at home. Uh, but it, we don't even know Gino's playing yet. Um, so, yeah, I have to go with San Francisco. On Friday, on Amazon Prime, the first ever Black Friday game, the Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. I know they were pumped when they secured the rights to that one preseason. Yeah, uh, they had they had Tua and Aaron Rodgers late in the year for the division, maybe for the once. Anyway, uh, now yeah, they don't, don't even have Zach Wilson. Right, <laughs> Tim Boyle, uh, Aaron Rodgers' little buddy, Tim Boyle, going up against the Miami Dolphins. They're gonna catch a beating. <laughs> the Dolphins by fifty. <laughs> uh, starting up the Sunday games, you got New Orleans at Atlanta. Could not care less. 
Uh, New Orleans is leading the division, I guess. I'm going to take the Falcons in an upset. Wait, no. They put Desmond Ritter back in. I'm taking the Saints. <laughs> I got the Saints. You see uh, Michael Thomas is back on IR. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> but Desmond Ritter's back on the field. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. Ooh. Uh, Matt Canada's gone, but so is Joe Burrow. Uh, I'm taking Pittsburgh in this one. Well, you said two positives there for, for Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Steelers. <laughs> Carolina, Tennessee, I'm Tennessee. I got Carolina. All right. Moving on to Tampa Bay and the Indian. No score position. Oh, God damn it. All right. Uh I'm gonna take Tennessee. I'm gonna take Tennessee 21 to 10. I'm gonna say Carolina 13 to 9, and Frank Reich still gets fired. <laughs> uh Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. Tampa Bay, you know, I don't know why the announcers were trying to hype them up all all game last week when they were playing in San Francisco. They're not them. Uh but neither are the Colts. But I'm going to take Gardner over the Baker. I got Tampa Colts Bay. Tampa Bay for me. New England at the New York Giants. <sighs> Both these teams are just just awful messes. Uh, Tommy DeVito coming off a, a great game. Statistically, he took nine sacks in that one, uh, but he did throw three touchdowns and get the win. Uh, but I'm going to take New England on the road. and New, New York can't get it done again. No, no, no. I got New England. Jacksonville at Houston. This one I think is really interesting. Uh, CJ Stroud coming off of maybe his worst game, but still getting the win. Uh, Jacksonville has been pretty hot. Uh, recently, I mean, obviously they took that that loss to San Francisco and everything, but I'm gonna take. Uh, I think I'm gonna take the Texans at home. I'm gonna take Jacksonville, Cleveland at Denver. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson. No, Russ is cooking. The he defense, really is. The defense is back on track. I'm taking Denver at home. Russ is really cooking. I'm still stunned by that. Does he lead the league in touchdown passes? No, touchdown uh, to interception ratio is what they said. Yeah, 19 correct. touchdowns, four interceptions. He's yeah. going to continue that streak. Uh, I got Russ. Five wins in a row they're going to have. Yeah. L.A. Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray's back, but it feels like it doesn't matter. Um, so I'm going to take the Rams in this one. I got the Cardinals. I got the Cardinals in this. Kansas City at the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, short week for Kansas City. But it's the Raiders, so I'm taking the Chiefs to get back on the uh, the winning track. I, I think they're going to take all their frustration out on Las Vegas. Yeah. A big one here with Buffalo at Philadelphia. This is a really important game for Buffalo. Uh, Philly is on that same short week as Kansas City, and I think that they will be having an emotional letdown after getting that big win, and I'm taking Buffalo on the road in the upset. They and they they had to be more desperate, but I got Philly, man. Buffalo, I I gotta see them beat a good team. <laughs> you did. They beat Miami. Beat them down. Oh, uh, they did. That's right. Baltimore at the Chargers. We talked about this one earlier. I'm taking Baltimore, and I'm gonna say that they keep their uh, 30 point streak going. Did they score 30 this past week? They did, right? I believe they uh, did. Yes, 34. 34. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say they keep that going, and they go 35 to 27 over the chargers i think it's going to be um we'll win but it's going to be one-on-ones that we're frustrated again uh it'll be a close one we'll win 27 24 
And lastly, on Monday night, the Chicago Bears at the recently surging Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Chicago had that big lead against Detroit, gave it all away. Minnesota had won, uh, I want to say, five in a row, uh, including a few with Josh Dobbs before they, they fell to Denver in a really close one. And Chicago has given you no reason to believe. So I'm taking Minnesota at home on Monday night. Yep, I got Minnesota. And that is it. Yay, look at that. Uh, Okay, so trivia time. How are we going to do trivia time when we're not live? Here's how we're going to do it. All right. B's going to ask a question. You're going to DM us, right? Let me in fact let me, let me pull up where you can where you can contact us. There's all kinds of ways to get get in touch with us, okay? At LBHT show, okay? Twitter, TikTok, uh, Instagram, all right, uh, Facebook. It's all the same at LBHT show. Okay. Also, you can email us LBHT show at gmail.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, you want to get the answer to us, you contact us. And because it's the holidays, B. Anybody, not just the first three people, anybody that emails us with the right answer or contact us, DM us or emails us with the right answer will get points. Okay. Yes. Because I'm feeling very generous. I'll be very disappointed since this is not this is this is an untimed open book quiz. I'll be very disappointed if you if you DM us the wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna make it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a very easy one. Because we said the answer in the show. Uh, so it's, it's throwing a softball out there for you. We're trying to give away points. Um, on what date did the Galveston Giant, which, by the way, I didn't mention it in the video, but it's hilarious to me that he's the Galveston Giant. He was six feet tall. Uh, people were so, so tiny back in the day. Uh, on what date did Jack Johnson become the heavyweight champion of the world. There you go. There you go. All you have to do is rewind it. Okay. Yeah. Rewind it. Uh, I also want to mention too, um, uh, we, we should have said this earlier, uh, share this video out. Um, share yeah, this- by earlier, you mean like three years ago? When we started? <laughs> yeah. Share this video. No, share this video out. Yeah. We, that, we should add that to the points, but share this video out on social media, tag us, and we will also give you some points for that. Okay. Yes. We'll give, we'll give you some points for that um but look replay just as good as the as the live but this ain't even live this is a replay itself okay the replay replay okay <laughs> um all right listen this is a this is um this is not live so it's a shorter show well, i think that you know in honor of the holidays we should give them like 15 20 minute bonus time right now you want to do bonus time right now? We'll give them a, give them a twenty minute bonus time. So go ahead, throw <laughs> your questions in the chat. Anything you want to bring up? Anything, anything you want at to talk all? Yeah, we here. We here all night. Um, listen, listen. We do want to take this time to thank everybody uh, for support supporting us over the yes. years. Uh, we are close to two thousand. Okay, uh, the subscribers are going up. Uh, help us reach that goal by the end of the year. Also, we have another goal: Patreon.com/slash/LBHT Show. Okay. Thank you to the people who have been supporting us uh, this whole time. We have the, the, the people that have signed up have been signed up for a while, man. We really appreciate it. And we hope that you see uh, how we've been putting it into the show. Okay, We always try to improve the show. Uh, but our goal is it's a lofty goal. Okay, 
but I think we can do it. 100 patrons. Okay. We're more than halfway there already. Uh, consider signing up. Uh, you can do it for as little as $5 a month. In fact, we got a little time, B. Go through the tiers real quick. Oh, yeah. We have the $5 tier, which will get you into, <clears throat> excuse me, get you into our NFL Pick'em League. Uh, where we give away a custom LBHT trophy uh, or plaque, which is what we did last year. We got to figure that out for this season. Uh, we have the $10 tier, which will get you into our fantasy football leagues. We have a dynasty league and a redraft league. Uh, obviously, if there's enough interest, we'll start up another league as well. And actually, there are uh, a couple of open spots in the dynasty league uh, if anybody's interested in taking over, because uh, that is a you know multi-year kind of thing. Yeah. Um you also get the LBHT crew coin that Jose definitely has right there. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, we also have the $20 tier, which is kind of a combined tier for this show and our boxing podcast, Ring Kings podcast. Uh, then we have our $60 tier, which is the creator tier for anybody who is uh, interested in starting up a YouTube channel or podcast, or maybe you've already started and you just want some advice on uh, kind of how to avoid some of the normal pitfalls and how to, how to, grow your channel a bit yeah um okay i i do want to do a, a quick bonus we're not gonna we're not gonna do an overtime show um i did want to talk about the eagles making a cut okay <laughs> you guys uh i'm not sure if you heard this okay bernard williams bernard williams was surprised about this cut he was very surprised <laughs> why was he so surprised the man's 51 years old and they ain't been paying him <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and he hasn't played since what was it, ninety two or ninety four? Since the early nineties, they called him. I, I believe they called him and said, "Hey, uh, we just want to let you know, man, uh, we're letting you go." And he was like, <laughs> "Who is this?" <laughs> um, so apparently, uh, he got suspended, and he didn't re he didn't reapply or didn't apply for a reinstatement, and. I guess everybody just kind of let it go and there's a process uh for that and they're supposed to officially release him and they did not release him and in 2023 somebody's looking at the books and said uh-oh <laughs> and listen if i am the new york giants or the dallas cowboys or the washington commanders i am petitioning the league to make philly forfeit every game since then because they've <laughs> been over the 53-man roster limit every single game is that true it has to be true that has he was he was still on the roster right he wasn't reinstated though mm, but he's still on the roster they're gonna have to yeah i would i would i would force a, a hardcore audit on i that. really yeah, listen either they forfeit all the games or you give me some draft compensation or something <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, it ain't going to stand like this. Right? <laughs> they just had an extra player for 30 plus years. If if I'm, if I'm Bernard Williams, I'm asking for something. Like, can I get some jerseys, some yeah. some photos, like something, you know? Can, can, can you bring me in to the facility and then cut me officially? Right. <laughs> Let me take some pictures with people. Like, it's a funny story, right? Well, and, and because, you know, especially for him, because you're in, you're in the news now. It's not just a funny story for him because everybody's finding out he was on drugs in the early nineties. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Well, you put my business out there. So we're going to have to discuss that, you know, so, uh, yeah. I, I, I would need something. Yeah. Yeah. Get a picture um, of Jalen hurts or something. <laughs> also, uh, I want to mention, uh, Deion Sanders coached Colorado Buffaloes. Um, very popular story this season. Um, 
they were officially eliminated from uh bowl from bowl consideration okay yes you had to win six games in a season uh they lost this last game to washington state so they cannot win um they cannot win six games they have one game left i believe so yeah. they're officially eliminated from that but i want to ask you b is this a failure of a season considering where they were last year it's not a failure of a season it's not a great season but it's not no. a failure of a season uh they won one game last year right uh, and and their objective for this season was to obviously improve, which they did. They won four games, possibly five. I mean, I don't think they're going to beat Utah, but possibly five. Um, and more important than that, they got the program back into the national eye, back in, into you know everybody's attention. Who was thinking about Colorado football before this season? Nobody. Right. 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 And it was a once proud program. You know, they, they won a national championship in 1989. I think it was 1990. Uh, back then they had Michael Westbrook, Cordell Stewart and them. Um, but yeah, they, they're back at the forefront. And now, you know, obviously they have to, they have to, you know, continue that work. They got to go out there and they got to get the recruits. Uh, and Dion's got to, got to coach. Uh, but they, they, they took that first step. They improved four times as many wins as last year is how I would say it all the time absolutely. Uh, I, would, I would never say four wins um but <laughs> yeah you got a lot of attention you know you, you had a lot of hype around the program and if it's true that Shador Sanders is going to go back then you should have an even better season next year absolutely and I think he's going to get um he, he may not get the Alabama Georgia uh type recruiting class but he's going to get some quality players that are going to want to play there he's going to and more so he's going to get some transfers that, that like that's the thing uh to look at more so than than the uh recruits there's some guys out there that can play now that are on one of some of these powerhouses saying hey um i don't want to sit behind anybody mm -hmm. right uh he needs to start with the old linemen that are out there find the old linemen and i think he, i don't think he's gonna have a problem with that either but guess get some transfers that can really upgrade immediately that don't need time to develop get some guys that are ready to go now uh he's gonna hit that transfer portal that's gonna be fun to watch and that's gonna be a spectacle too i think i think that whole recruiting season um finding transfers national signing day i can see him doing like even like a little little show on that yeah yeah but that is uh that is all the time we have for the show tonight uh i want to thank everybody for joining us Yes. And again, wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, uh, happy holidays, and uh, we'll see you. Well, we won't see you. Jose, we'll see you next week. Yes, yes. I'll be uh, hosting maybe solo or maybe with a co-host. We'll see. We'll see who stops by. I don't know. All right. But the show will go on. B will be in Japan. All right. So uh, safe travels, B. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Have a great night. Happy Thanksgiving. And we will see you guys next time. Peace.